a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus Ex Media. Welcome to the Restricted Section, the Harry Potter podcast that guarantees it's right at least part of the time. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry. We did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Chapter 37, The Lost Prophecy. Gather around the campfire, children. It's time for Dumbledore to do the grand plot reveal where he explains everything we've been wondering about this entire 800 and 50 page long book. What's up, Dumbledore? What have you been up to? Welcome to the restricted section where we have some powers that the Dark Lord knows not, if you know what I mean. I'm your host, Christina. My co-host today is Professor Grace. Say hello to the listeners, Grace. Hello, listeners. And might I say, you are looking incredibly sexy today. <laughs> no, you. No, you. <laughs> it's just the Spider-Man pointing meme, but all of us are just like continuously no you. Each other. No, no, you. you. <laughs> no, you. It's like a braid train of telling each other that we're beautiful. Exactly. Anyway. You're beautiful. It's so. True. Robert, uh-huh. no. Robert, shut up so I can introduce you. <laughs> Joining me today is my friend Robert, co-host of The Bits. Uh, say hello to the, the listeners, bits, Robert. The Bits, The Bits. Thank you for saying something, Robert. Um, <laughs> hi, everyone. It's me, co-host of The Bits. I talk about Steven Universe with this other nerd who is pretending to uh, be me. Identity, de- identity theft is not a joke, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people suffer every year. I was learning about identity theft today, actually. <laughs> Just unrelated. <laughs> Sam sent me a funny thing. Also here today, obviously, is the other half of the legendary brand new Steven Universe podcast, The Bits. Charlie, say hello to the listeners, Charlie. The Bits, The Bits, The Bits. I'm sorry. That's that's all I got. That's the only bit I have for you today. Hi. I'm not practiced talking about your podcast yet. So as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, are any of these facts correct? I don't know. Is that what it's called? Is that really what it's called? Is it really about Steven Universe? Do you ever have those moments? Yeah. Every day, all the time. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm constantly questioning myself. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like walking up to my best friend's house and I'm like, does she really live here? Do just, I, am I remembering correctly? Just casually gaslighting yourself. Yeah, you gotta, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's it's important. That's called anxiety. Hun. Trust nobody, <laughs> not even yourself or Squidward's Especially. House. <laughs> Robert and Charlie, your podcast. Wait, when the fuck is this episode coming out? May 10th, presumably. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. So we're in between the trailer and the launch right now <laughs> is when this is being announced. Yes. <laughs> okay. If you haven't listened to the trailer for the bits yet, please do. Um, in the meantime, Charlie and Robert, tell the listeners a little bit about the, your brand new spanking podcast. Um, well, uh, we have a podcast uh, that we do together. There will be many, many bits involved. Many um, bits involved. Some of which maybe French fries. I don't know. Are they? Are you they? You could like bits? write down mm-hmm. if if you wanted to. Just a recommendation. You could write down 
a summary of what your podcast is about. Um, Make you do edit as you can edit it so it sounds good. Just like work with it a little bit until you're really proud of it, and then like memorize it. That's a thing that Just we like, need to do. In fact, a hot tip. Yeah, you're you're new. You'll figure we're it out. We're new, so we're we're, here, we're, we're we're reviewing a show about colonialism and slavery and uh, gender stuff and. What else is in Steven Universe? Like uh, yeah, gay we, space rocks. Rocks. Gay space rocks. Yes. Yeah, specifically gay space rocks. French Sh- fries. Show, um, show me a straight space rock and I also, will. I mean, for one thing, they don't have gender. <laughs> so I don't think so I can show you a straight one. So, so just by default, they're all gay. Yeah. Okay. By by default. In fact. Isn't, um, isn't Steven Universe the town that they're in based on Rehoboth Beach, Delaware? I, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's based somewhere. It's it, a place near and dear to my heart. Here, let me see if the if the internet confirms. I mean, I know uh, that the 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 fictional state that they live in is Delmarva, which is Delaware, okay. Maryland, <laughs> and Virginia yeah. all combined. If you so live near the sense. beach and you watch the news, it's like welcome to Delmarva nine o'clock news. You know, it's like for the whole like Chesapeake Bay. What were the three states again, Charlie? Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia. That's ah, the tri-state area. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the tri-state area. It's funny. Being, okay, so here's a question, Robert. What state are you lo- located in? If you're willing to share that much private information, I live in New York. Oh, you live in New York, um, and Charlie, you live in Massachusetts. I almost said Manassas, which is <laughs> a town near where I grew up. Do those states touch each other? Forgive me, <laughs> Ch- Charlie. Are you touching me? I don't believe so. Are those states intimate? <laughs> do you guys have tri-state areas? Do we? Uh, do we? I, like, I think, what's, I think the, what's your tri-state? Do I have if to I look re- at a map of the United Col- States? <laughs> so I, I know what states are between us because I had to drive through them when I went to go visit Charlie. Uh, there's Connecticut and there's Rhode Island. Oh. Well, Rhode Island barely counts. Is that is that it? Is that all that's that's, actually, that's all I Rhode have. Is that the space? Rhode Island us? is so small no, wait, that it could be a fourth in your stupid. tri-state area. Wait, I thought what? there was like more space between us. We are touching, in fact. Oh, we're touching. Oh, oh my Robert, god, you're touching. Oh. So Robert didn't take the most direct path, I guess. Ways <laughs> told me to del- listen. Going to Charlie's house is fucking weird. I get into <laughs> Massachusetts and I'm like, okay, so I'll get to Charlie's house pretty easily. And it's like, no, take all these windy, windy back turns for like half an hour. I'm like, it, it where maybe, the fuck am I going? Maybe it took you away from the traffic. You ever thought about Could that be? one? Yeah, by having me go through like wavy, curvy, okay. backwards, forwards. I'm actually like, gonna, I'm gonna take my first opportunity to reel us in. <laughs> Already. <laughs> through the twilight zone, through the ghost I'll, zone. I'll drink through, to that. Uh, Me too. Through home world, through what Grace. Do- what are you drinking? I'm mostly asking so that I can give you a warning about it. I'm drinking Golden Ooh, Monkey. I fucking careful. love Victory. They're great. Yeah, I'm gonna be careful. careful. Aren't they nine point two? Yeah, percent <laughs> alcohol. Yep. I'm <laughs> I, doing great. I got really accidentally drunk with my dad and my brother on a Tuesday because the three of us split a six pack and we were all like, "What the fuck are we <laughs> super drunk right now? What's happening? What is happening?" I well, am. I got myself like a treat yourself beer at Stella's Grocery nice. today. If you live in the Richmond area, please check it out. Um, I got New Realm Brewing Company's Batwit Crazy. Get it? Like batshit crazy, but nice. it's a wit beer. It's like a Belgian style wit beer, That's and it's cool. fucking delicious. Yummy. I got this because I started my period today, and my like tummy is a little upset, mm. and 
a beer, a contrary to popular opinion, <laughs> for me, a beer is exactly what my upset tummy needs. Good for you. It's like eating bread. It's like, mm, let me just soak up all of the sadness and make it bread in carbohydrates. here. Carbohydrates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go! So it turns out that uh, the beach, uh, beach city, which that's why I couldn't remember what it was called in Stephen Universe, is based on Rehoboth Beach, Bethany Beach, and Dewey Beach, which are three neighboring beaches in Dewey Delaware. Dewey Beach. I've spent a shit ton of time at all those beaches, but there's no mountain in any of them. So Dewey Decimal System. Mayor Dewey. Mayor Dewey. Oh, yeah. That's do we fucking... need to get to the chapter? Yeah, we do. Nice. <laughs> do we Nailed know what it. chapter we're looking at? Okay, but wait. Um, did you guys finish describing the bits to the listeners? Did oh, we? Okay. <laughs> I heard French here, fries. Here. Ten, here. <laughs> 15 second elevator pitch. If you want to hear two nerds talk about Steven Universe in chronological... No, not chronological. In We're doing production order, right? Yeah. Whichever order the wiki tells you to. It's- Whatever order the Wikipedia... We are at the whim of the Steven Universe Wikipedia going episode by episode on a weekly basis talking about Steven Universe... Uh, each 11 minute episode okay each 11 minute episode you know yes Yes, well so i'm very excited because steven universe is a wonderful show and if you haven't watched it already and you like mature animation you know like you know it's for kids but it's like if you like children's animation that also appeals to adults you'll like yeah exactly it it has depth even in 11 minute segments you will have two different uh like watch through experiences because i only watched steven universe through once including future literally as it all came out and then i stopped and charlie has watched it like six times like three times all the way through i think so like six times got it grace have you ever seen steven universe no but i've heard so much about it so i'm Mm -hmm. excited for this podcast and also to watch it i think you'll like the vibes yeah i think you will like the vibes it's very wholesome it's if if you like things where the main character is a if Hufflepuff, if you like things, just stop, Charlie. Mm-hmm. If you like things, if this is another yeah, show like where it's a Hufflepuff main character. We deserve yeah, that. Like, we need I more really, of that. In my adulthood, like the Hufflepuff main characters, I I just like get them more. You know, yeah, like, good for you. Like yeah. Percy, like Stephen is the heart of the group. So like you need yeah. that energy. There's a yeah. reason the song goes: Wait. Garnet, Amethyst, and hey, Pearl. And Stephen. It's Stephen. I just remembered. Yes. I just realized yes. that there. Okay. So Deus Ex Media Network mm-hmm. has four fandom podcasts and the main characters of three of them are Hufflepuffs. Yes. And, the, and the last one is Harry fucking Potter. How did I get in yeah, this darkest was, timeline where I'm the one wait, with the Harry wait, Potter wait, wait, podcast? Wait. Are you joking me? We have. Bro, Steven, I was going to bring Percy, this up. We have. Who's the fourth one? Aang. Aang, oh, yeah. Percy, and Steven are all Hufflepuffs. Oh my god, you well, cannot if they convince all, me otherwise, Robert. If they all team together with Harry, then maybe they'll knock some sense into him. <laughs> I think they could. Okay, but considering my cabbages is gonna do Cora at some point, right? Uh, oh my god. Okay, that's the other problem. Cora is I'm not way a more of a Cora. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, I'm a total Cora. <laughs> where does Cora land? Because I, I say she's, she's a Gryffindor, she's but also also, if you actually want to know the real answer to that question, check out our bonus episode about it from before I met Zach and Alex. Join our Patreon for five dollars a month for our monthly I don't bonus episode. You said in that I don't either because it was literally three years ago. If Can you believe there was a time where I didn't know Zach and Alex? No, it feels weird. Uh, yeah, hi, okay. me. I don't really know Zach and Alex. I, I like I said before we started recording. 
Every time I learn new lore about people from the uh, Deus Ex Media server, <laughs> it's the same vibe as like when you learn dad lore, where he just gets really drunk one night and he's like, you know, back in the 80s, uh, I ran with a gang who had chihuahuas attached to their motorcycles. I'm like, when the fuck were you going to tell me this? I had to... <laughs> When you said that, it reminded me of when my dad in my adulthood finally admitted to me that one year in college, he couldn't get his baseball scholarship or he was injured or something. And he spent the whole semester eating a whole pizza every single day and smoking a shit ton of weed. And I was wow. like, you motherfucker. I knew you were a piece of shit. We're all a piece of shit at some point in our lives. We're all allowed to take that opportunity. Hey, Christina, is that the lost prophecy? Oh, my God. Okay, great, great, great. Anyway, check out the first episode of The Bits on Friday. It's coming out in two days. French Friday. Go look at their trailer and then hit that little plus sign or whatever you do in Spotify, I don't know, to to subscribe to the show so that you'll know when the first episode drops. Gently touch the subscribe button. We give consent. No, I'm going to smash that subscribe button. Smash that fucking like button. Leave a comment. Subscribe. Uh, Leave a rating. Smash or pass it. (laughs) <laughs> what else do obnoxious youtubers say when they want people to uh watch their videos like like i don't know ask fran oh <laughs> i'm telling i'm telling fran you called him an obnoxious youtuber okay so chapter 37 the lost prophecy how is it lost we found I, it i was gonna say I it's not know, really man. lost anymore oh well yeah well lost to the record wink <laughs> wink you know what else is lost to the record? Every fucking time turner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of stuff got lost Rip. in the last chapter. <laughs> Rip every time turner. I, I, I well, also, knew you. also serious black. If yeah. you're doing oh, rips, why yeah. don't we riff serious black? Eh, eh, it's just serious black. Are you serious? No, I'm not, because he's dead. He's dead. Damn. So Harry is reeling from the loss of Sirius Black, and he lands in via port key in Dumbledore's quiet early morning office. Imagine how nice it would be to do yoga in this office on another morning. Any other morning. Great. <laughs> the sun, a shaft of sunlight. Listen, Dumbledore is a hundred plus year old homosexual. He definitely tries to do yoga. <laughs> do all the portraits just stare at him as he does yoga? I mean... He's pretty spry. It's from the yoga. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, they give... Actually... It's like worse than working out in a studio with mirrors because all of the portraits from all around him are like, lift your back leg up a little more. Oh, you can stretch farther than that. Like, just heckling him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Harry's just, okay, well, we're just going to take take a pause. And Harry's like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Everything just happened. I'm so fucking mad. It's, everything's my fault. And then the reader's like, it is totally your fault. And he's like, I know. I know. <laughs> He's like, I'm a fucking dumbass. It's not yeah. good to be yeah, Harry yeah, right now. It's, it sucks. I mean, you're a teenage boy. You probably are a fucking dumbass. Sorry. Yeah. He's he's just he's not he's not just a 15 year he's not just a teenage boy. He's a 15 year old teenage boy. That, that's extra love. True. Something about age 15 just activates like the extra dumb dumbass like like factor of mm. a teenage boy. Mm. Okay, real question. What? How old is Percy Jackson at the end of, I was, the, of the original? Okay, series? I was gonna so isn't, say, he like, isn't he like at, fourteen or fifteen? At the end of the original series, like what? Like with the first five books, he's sixteen. Yeah, at the, the like the last like couple chapters of the last is book, each one a year. He turns sixteen, but for the majority of the last book, he is fifteen. Yeah. So, oh my god, that explains everything. 
that explains so much about the last Olympian. Yeah. So anyway, Harry's pacing around Dumbledore's empty office because Dumbledore sent him off by himself. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Phineas Nigellus, a serious ancestor, is in the portrait being like, oh, great. Don't tell me another message from my worthless great great grandson. And it's oh like, God. homie, it's like- <laughs> read the room. Harry is very literally too mad to even speak. Yeah. And he's locked in. He's just like a ball of like horrible, tragic energy right now. Like he's just like, like I can imagine him this whole scene just walking up and down being like, fuck, 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 (laughs) fuck, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many moments where I was just like, she she can't make him say fuck. Like if Harry could say (laughs) fuck in this book, he would. He would. Yeah. (laughs) In all caps. Very much. Listen, uh, same vibes for Percy. And Aang would not say fuck, though. Aang could, but he wouldn't. Just because we're comparing. I think he would drop it every once in a while to make people laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then. He'd be like, ah, you didn't think I'd say it, but I did. Oh, God. Who's the other Hufflepuff we were talking about? I forgot. It's. it's Steven. Steven, yes. Your your own Hufflepuff. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Steven in future would say fuck. Steven in future would say fuck. Absolutely. Not not regular Steven Universe. You gotta yeah, get sixteen well, year old Steven. Everybody anyway. says fuck in the future. <laughs> anyway, um So um the other portraits start to wake up and Harry um is like, Oh, I'm I'm not trying to deal with people. I forgot there's like technically people here. And so he tries to make a run for it, but the door is locked. Yeah. Mm. Just wants to get the fuck out of there. And he's locked in. That's... He, and it's probably for the best. Where, like, what would he have done? What would he have done right now if he wasn't locked in? Grace, what do you think? I mean, he would have probably just done the same thing, but in a different room. He would have <laughs> fallen down the stairs, first off. I know. Oh, I know. He's like, in a real volatile rotating state. Escalator yeah. stairs. Oh, yeah. yeah, Dumbledore's office. Escalators, escalators, escalators. Escalator. Uh, all I know is if the door's locked, if Harry was in like a good mind space right now, Actually, no. Who, who the fuck am I kidding? I was going to say he would have used Alohomora. He wouldn't. Harry. No. Harry, probably not. They use that spell mainly oh only in like, the first Oh my god, he doesn't even try. I didn't even realize that. He's so stupid, dude. I mean, right now he's going through a lot of grief. Grief makes you stupid. Yeah. Are you a witch or not? I mean, Harry's stupid on a good day, but like... <laughs> right now it's bad. There's this nothing... His brain is also just going, fuck. It's like the SpongeBob we threw out his brain. But we all the threw time, out his brain. All the time. Oh, his name. <laughs> oh, his but name. All, fuck. All, all the <laughs> tiny little Harrys are just like, fuck, 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 Okay, so Dumbledore returns via fireplace. And he puts little burned baby Fox on his perch. He's going to be the okay. The most important thing is that Fox yeah, yeah. is going to be okay. Fox is okay. Dumbledore, I mean, like, it is... What you want to say, quote unquote, where you're like, I'm so sorry for your loss. There's no shit in what you're feeling. Uh, I think it's I think this is maybe a really cringe line that J.K. wrote where she's like uh, something like the the fact that you can feel pain like this is your greatest strength. I'm like, that's fucking cringe, bro. That's fucking cringe. Yeah. 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 Hey, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. You know what Harry says in response? What? He's gone. Oh, Zoom did, protected us. Did you? Peak? I don't know what you must have peeked oh. there. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zoom was protecting us. Yeah, but I, I, but I do I, know what we you got said. what you said. Yeah, we, we got. They this said is a Steve, he's gone. This is a Stephen Universe <laughs> meme. 
It's a um, okay. universe meme. All right. It doesn't pay right. off till the literal end of the original <laughs> series. Let's fucking go. Okay. So Dumbledore's like, I know how you're feeling. And Harry's like, impossible because no one has ever been as everlastingly angry as me. No one That's has ever a been a teenage boy. Yes, it is a, such a 15-year-old vibe. I remember when I was this age, I used to get in fights with my parents so often, I would go into my walk-in closet, and I would lock Drag. the door and, and turn off the light and just, like, scream and, like, draw on the wall, like, angry things. Aww. And then I would hide it with my clothes. Wow. <laughs> this is so interesting. Explain so much. Everyone is angry when they're 15. Charlie, what's an angry thing you did when you were 15? Um, um... I don't know screams. I I screaming. I, I, I wasn't there. He's doing that right now. Grace was yeah, an angry thing I think, you did. I think oh, you the go to was like a like a punch slash scream into a pillow situation. Oh great! A tiny little Grace just <laughs> punching a pillow. Just so, so weakly punching a pillow. <laughs> I remember you talking. I know this isn't the same age bracket, but I remember you talking about how when you were like so little and your backpack was so big. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, Wait, what was the question I was just asking I everyone? What's something angry you did when you were 15? <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, I, I did punch a tree once. Ooh, oh, did that hurt whoa. you or the tree more? Uh, Yeah, I fucked up my knuckles. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the tree felt it too, emotionally. Yeah. I've only done one punch that was really worth it. One punch! Ooh, tell us. It was when a guy cheated on me and I punched him once in the eye, just enough to give him a black eye and sprain my wrist. Ooh. And it was a very funny little combo tale. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, Christina, what happened to your wrist? And then they're like, ooh, Ryan, what happened to your eye? And then they're like, oh, oh. It's coming together. <laughs> I don't condone hitting except for you get one hit if you get cheated on. That's how I feel. So that it's like, right. this is making me think of like the, the Bella slap. Or Bella punch from uh, was it a lick eclipse when Jacob kisses her? Does she slap him? No, she. I think oh. she punches him actually, but it breaks her hand, <laughs> right? Yeah, bitch. and it does. I think so she just like bounces off yeah. or something because she's so weak. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more of uh, Emma Watson punching what's his face Draco actor. Oh, I forgot yeah. his name. Fucking um, Tom Felton. Tom, Tom Felton. Felton. There we go. Good old puncheroo. Yeah. Good old puncheroo. So Harry starts screaming and breaking things like this is a it. move like we're expressing our anger. I kind of love this it is, too. Yeah, this this he needed this all book. Dumbledore deserves to have to handle this situation yes. right now. Dumbledore. Like Harry, I don't. I wouldn't act like Harry's acting right now, but I would probably be yelling, and I think it's appropriate right now. Me too. Oh, uh, so <laughs> Dumbledore is like, well. You should be even madder at me. So let's sit down for a little story. Oh my gosh, how lucky are we to get two <laughs> chapters in a row with villain monologues? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Grace. But we were talking about this before the record. This this is the Dumbledore that we needed in, in the Goblet of Fire scene. And not, oh yeah. Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Yeah, like this Dumbledore would never do that. In a million, billion, billion, billion years, That's, the Dumbledore would be like, yeah. hey, man, I 
That was probably my fault that your name got in the Goblet of Fire. Like, let's figure it out. <laughs> That's why that scene infuriates me, because this this is Dumbledore. He's a calm man who will just let you wreck his shit. Dumbledore's like, I should have told you five years ago that I put your name in the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> it was me. Tell Sassy. There's this meme that's like the because because like the the flash's story like the dc flash's story is that the reverse flash went back in time and killed his mom and that started blah 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 but there's this meme where people will dub over uh reverse flash and be like it was me barry i'm the one who took the milk out of your fridge and let it spoil causing you to lose your money going to the uh, you know some stupid shit like that oh my god yeah robert knows (laughs) everything about memes not everything. I'm Robert so- runs a meme page, a famous one. Is it famous as popular? It is kind of yeah. The it is Sammy the. Page. I I can confidently say I'm the number one meme page about Percy Jackson podcasts. There you it's go. Like a, it's a really niche, but like you know, yeah, the memes are strong. It's very the is memes it niche are strong. Or is it niche? In this it was niche. It's both, but I to me niche is like niche, like it's oh. too close. I've always said niche, but have I always said that? Now I'm like, oh, Wait, tone and intonation. What do I say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Gaslighting know. yourself. What are words? What are words? <laughs> They're all made up anyway, so just That's do your true. best, you know? All yeah. words are made up. And if someone tries to make fun of you for the way you talk, say, oh, you should talk to my friend Christina and then tell them to slide into my DMs with their opinions. No, don't. 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 Anyway. Um, so Dumbledore's like, let's talk about why it's my fault that Sirius died. And Phineas Nigelis is like, excuse me. <laughs> He's like, excuse the fuck out of me. Wait, wait what? what? He died? The last of the uh, blacks? He's literally the only one left that wasn't a girl and fuck them girls. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh. Yeah, I will. He's like, you're telling me my shitty great great grandson is dead. I got to go check this out myself. <laughs> And he does. He does. <laughs> yeah, Dumbledore's like, I should have told you what was up a long time ago. And sir, I respectfully agree. You should have. You should have explained things a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So this is the episode. This is the chapter where Dumbledore explains himself. And Finally. why do we keep letting him do this? I don't know. Because... She wants this to happen because she wants to explain herself. But like, who? Y- you know who? You know Daniel who? Been, wait, I think we started in the last episode calling her Butt, <laughs> like capital <laughs> B U T T. Like that's her oh, name. we started a new name. Okay, okay. yeah, that that episode hasn't released yet, but I did edit it today. <laughs> I can't wow. keep up with this. Okay, this so, just in. <laughs> so, but. Is legs. <laughs> butt is legs. Um, Miss Buttface. Um, <laughs> Madam Butterton. <laughs> you know, he, I mean, she's speaking through Dumbledore. We all know this. That's how it works. Whatever, dude. Dumbledore is such a truly such a villain. Yeah, like he is lying so hard. He's like acting in this chapter like he's finally coming clean. So nobly to Harry and yet he manages to die without truly helping Harry with anything at all yeah and like it's so manipulative because it's so manipulative he's like it's because I love you so much Mm -hmm. it's like "Mm, what is that what's that called there's a word for that in manipulation what's that called love Love bombing bombing. 
Yeah, I love I, I love Bob. you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, I mean, I guess I I was about to say that's inappropriate for a teacher student, but like I it's I don't really it, the language is like very innocent. It's like I <laughs> yeah. care about you. There's like yeah. a part in this where he's just like I could have like basically sent you to die by like teaching you how to do um Occlumency myself <laughs> and like yeah. Voldemort would have taken over you and made me kill you or whatever. It's like, bro, it, this is still the pig for slaughter thing. Like, yeah. Like liter- he's still doing that. You're 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 still you're still doing it. Like no matter what. <clears throat> yeah. You're just keeping him yeah. alive a little bit longer. I'm like, yeah. how is he saying that when he is literally doing that thing? It's like yeah, exactly. It's like they're like nothing but red red flags in this conversation to me as an adult. It's like I thought that by not telling you that Voldemort would try to get into your head, that would avoid Voldemort getting into your head. And it's like what what might have helped that is like any awareness in my head that that was a possibility. <laughs> like he is acting when I was a kid and I read this. Sorry, I'm like, I'm raising. But when I was a kid and I read this, I was like, this is very convincing to me. I understand yeah. this. And like, I feel like that's fucking dangerous, dude. That's mm-hmm. like a dangerous, yeah. this is a dangerous thing to make kids think is cool. I agree. Very dangerous to let the kids think it's okay to a girl boss too close to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this part is just pretty much Donald being like, oh no, the actions of my, are the consequences of my actions. The actions of consequences <laughs> oh my god that's so funny because like this is this is really random but like a thing i correct in like the books that i edit a lot is when people say reactions to something before it happens like i i gasped when he walked into the room and i'm like yo show me him walking in the room and then we'll all gasp together he walked and, into the room and then the I original gasped. version of that is the actions of my consequences <laughs> <laughs> the actions of my consequences okay let's sit down so dumbledore can explain himself and i'm okay. sorry about my little dumb dumb wink rant uh but please feel free to weigh in with any other dumbledore takes in this chapter because this is a dumbledore chapter and eventually we're gonna do a fucking character study on him and i'm just i'm making notes dumbledore more like dumblebore am i right yeah dumblehore (laughs) all of these things dumblehore for grindelwald and then that like fucked everything up (laughs) okay so Hey, a Dumbledore guessed when Harry was the boy who lived on the night of the attack that he might have forged a connection like between himself and Voldemort or like Voldemort forged a connection by trying to kill Harry. And then lately, Dumbledore's been starting to worry that Voldemort is realizing that that connection exists. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I. Like, Harry this whole time has, like, super not known what was happening to him. When yeah. has Harry known anything that, even when it's spelled out for him, when has he ever known? But listen, for example, last year during the Goblet of Fire, Dumbledore didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. He, Harry went along with that, and that, I feel, was a mistake, like, that Harry had to still go along with the tournament. But Dumbledore literally didn't know what was happening. But Dumbledore is supposed to be Harry's guardian, and he had all of the information this year, and he provided none of it. Like, 0% information did he give. Yeah. I'm mad at him. Me too. It's How a terrible strategy. Honestly, honestly, if you're listening to this, and God, I hope you are, please 
email restrictedsectionpod at gmail.com and tell me what you think about Dumbledore because I would love to read it on our, um, like, uh, what do I call it? Oh, the group therapy episode for this book. I'd love to talk a little bit more about Dumbledore kind of like at the end of this book, at the end of the next book, and then at the end of the next book uh, because he's such a controversial character. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, speaking of controversy, Dumbledore is like, yeah, so the reason Sirius died is because none of you were nice to Creature. You know, you're, you're, you're a fucking slave. You guys weren't nice to him. I told you to be nice to him. If you're going to use Grimwald Place as uh, as a base, yeah. you should be nice to him. You should be nice to your slaves. And it's because you weren't nice to your slave that he that he died. I'm like, Ugh. it's just so bad. Dude, Dumbledore, colon, quote, <laughs> be nice to your slaves. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked. Okay, sorry. Everything about this is making me so mad. So... Creature lied about Sirius being home that night because last summer or maybe over Christmas, I don't remember, Sirius yelled at Creature to get out. And Creature was like, more like, gotta get out of town. And <laughs> don't he mind went, if I do. <laughs> he went to Narcissa Malfoy because she's a black, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. In fact, she's uh, her, her and Bellatrix. Black. Her and Bellatrix are Sirius's cousin, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hold on, a little interlude while I get my next beer. Feel free to say something. As always, feel free to say something. <laughs> uh, I will never a say a word on this podcast. Designed to get more difficult as it progresses. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. So Creature couldn't tell the Malfoys, like, the location of the Order of the Phoenix because Seeker Keeper. Mm-hmm. But he did tell the Malfoys that basically Sirius and Harry were toit. Yeah. Twite. Which I guess isn't obvious to the outsiders. So that day, well, no, earlier today, <laughs> when Harry tried to like go through Umbridge's fire mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to check on Sirius, Creature had hurt Buckbeak so that Sirius was taking care of him all the way upstairs when I'm Harry so checked in. I'm so mad. What did he do to Buckbeak? I... <laughs> this is so upsetting. Yeah ambiguously hurts Buckbeak. Okay, but how? Why? Why Why would you do this? Is Buckbeak okay? Is yeah. Buckbeak okay? Could yeah. I feel like we really glossed over that. Do we that. see Buckbeak again? Yeah. He, um, doesn't he move back to school in the next book? And Hagrid's right. like, oh, they, they don't know it's the same Oh, one. they gave him a new name, Witherwings. <laughs> yeah, Witherwings. Yeah, right, right. They, they, Hagrid just, like, For puts not. a hat on it, uh, on Buckbeak. He's like, see, new, new hippogriff. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Brand new hippogriff. His name. What was his name? Feather. Feather Wings. Wings. What the fuck? Wither Wings. Wings. Because we Even gotta have another. Not we gotta have a WW instead of the BB. Okay, but ha- alliteration only. How does Buckbeak fly with her wings? I don't know. Oh my god, is Buckbeak trans? Is that what we're getting at? <gasps> yes, <laughs> Buckbeak is trans. <laughs> Buckbeak with her wings. Wink. Buck- that sounds like a presidential slogan. Yeah. Buckbeak from Harry Potter. Blackjack from Percy Jackson. Shaking hands, both trans. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god. See, see, one of these we actually have a pronoun change though, actively. So. One, <laughs> one of these is actually canon, and one of these, even though is it if was. Joanne- <laughs> An accident. And what and one of these, if Joanne got her hand on, would be like, Yeah, see, Buckbeak was trans the whole time. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Don't talk. <laughs> Don't. Oof. Yeah. So Dumbledore's like, honestly, creature deserved better. And <laughs> Honestly, treat your slaves better. This whole so thing treat your slaves better. This whole thing is serious as fault. Yeah. 
that's he's he's implying yes he he's explaining facts but also implying that Sirius did something bad. So mm-hmm. Harry's extremely defensive, obviously, because maybe Dumbledore shouldn't even be talking about Sirius right now. Mm. Honestly, Harry's like just, Sirius did nothing wrong. Come on, ever uh, in his life, ever in, ever his, in his life. life. I know this, and that's why I love you. <laughs> so then Harry, he's just really mad, and I, I really get it. Like, I've it, I've definitely been this mad before, where it's like, what is the next thing I can say, even if it's not the subject at hand? Uh, yeah. At hand. And Harry's like, well, what about Severus fucking Snape? <laughs> yep. And Dumbledore's like, Professor Snape. <laughs> and Harry's like, fuck Snape. Why? <laughs> Like, why was he not helping? And Dumbledore was like, well, because Umbridge was watching. Yeah, like, don't act like you don't know why. Yeah. Harry. Harry, please use use a singular brain cell. Umbridge was watching. That's why he couldn't help. But the moment you left with Umbridge, he gathered he did the everything order. right, apparently. Yeah, he, like, gathered the Order of the Phoenix and was like, hey, shit's going on. He's the reason that yeah. Harry didn't, like, freaking die in the Department of Mysteries. So, yeah. I guess. Yep, he is. I guess Snape. Doesn't totally suck. Like, I mean, yeah, listen. I mean, he did one listen, thing right on a technicality. On a technicality, listen. Anything Snape does right is just automatically negated because uh, the girl he liked, who he called a slur, wouldn't fuck him. No, no, yep. he was in love that's with James. Um, that that's isn't isn't that okay. the thing that we go with now? That he mm-hmm. in, he in fact was in love with James. Both both are valid and both are uh, uh, also bad. I mean, mm. yes. Correct. Every time he looks at Harry and he's like, oh, you have your mother's eyes. I'm like, he's thinking about a girl who he called a slur who wouldn't fuck him. I'm like, there's so many, like, please, no. His very last moments of life, he is tells Harry to look at him. (laughs) (laughs) He's thinking about fucking those eyes. uh, Listen, listen. PSA, you don't fuck the eyes, okay? <laughs> Listen, I mean, as much as I don't like Snap, I mean, you, you gotta give you gotta give that last request anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Okay, so Harry accuses Severus Snape of like a lot of things, but the only real thing that he accuses him of, him of is that like the occlumency lessons felt harmful instead of helpful, which is valid because they felt not only harmful but abusive. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Snape was like, "I'll help you." But I will also cause like neurological warfare. <laughs> yeah, the issue Gen- is that the Geneva. Occlumency- oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Geneva conventions more like Geneva suggestions. All right, continue. <laughs> but the occlumency lessons were like harmful as they were happening, but then they stopped, and that was also harmful. So everything was just terrible. Everything's harmful here. <laughs> everything harmful is Hogwarts. harmful to Harry. How? It, it, I, I forget where the fuck I heard this, but like when chamber, when like when the events of Chamber of Secrets were happening, it was only when Ginny got taken that they're like, ah, oh, shit, we gotta shut down the school. I'm like, no, homie, you shut down the school the the minute one person gets fucking petrified. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, not a not a harm warts. <laughs> harm warts. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Basically, Dumbledore is like, I trust Snape, and that's final. Yeah, and seriously. we're like, okay, bitch. I like, I fucking guess. <laughs> and then Dumbledore is like, okay, that was only my pre-confession. Get ready for my real confession. <laughs> yeah. These are my confessions. I wrote down it's the opposite of a villain monologue, but like you are right that Grace, that it literally is a villain monologue. It is. 
it's literally it's, Dumbledore being like, it was me. I was <laughs> I I was behind everything Wait, the whole time. Dumbledore is a Bond villain right now. Oh like, my god. Like, like, he wishes. I'm sorry, he I mean, has like Harry trapped in this room, and he's like, no, I have to tell you my secret plan before. <laughs> oh my god, Grace, I was I was reading Blood and Brujeria today, a wildling book that's coming 2024, and they're at there's that scene where the, I, like, no spoilers, but the bad guy does walk out slow clapping. And <laughs> yes. I'm like, nice, excellent villain move. Slow <laughs> clapping, like, his own actions or, like? Just, like, you know, the plan. It's me. The plan where you're, part, you're in my plan now. Yeah, hello. Yep. Welcome. It's me. <laughs> Welcome to the plan. Ah, oh, shit. Hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I don't know why welcome to the plan is so funny. <laughs> I'm going to start every meeting with that from now on. <laughs> okay. So Dumbledore, Albus, Wolfric, Brian, Dumbledore. I see it's like you can't even condescendingly use his middle name because it makes him sound it's kind funny. of epicer. <laughs> Dumbledore, dumb ass, <laughs> is like, I knew the muggles would be terrible when I left you with them. But I don't. I didn't care about that. And you're alive, aren't you? So uh, that I def I defend that choice. Feels like <laughs> you're welcome in a way. <laughs> in a way, you're welcome. In a way, I'm actually the good guy. No, you're not. You're he, not. He's like, he's, what, what was he, what's he like? He's like, yeah, you have to endure all the neglect and everything. But uh, is this where he's like, you're safe as long as you can you can call the Dursleys home, or is that yeah. like the next book? Yeah, that's literally right. No, that's here. here. Yeah, it's now. It's happening right now. Oh God! Welcome to the plan. <laughs> Welcome it. to the plan. If you can keep calling your abusive household a home, uh, uh, you said abusive household, but it's still a household. Then you're still in their uh, Lily's production, right? Like yeah, he, he gives so, the whole spiel, right? What happened yeah. to Secret Keepers or that whole bullshit? Can we not just like hide this child somewhere Dude. else? Well, Please? somebody had to raise him, and it's not going to be Dumbledore. <laughs> he kills children. Remember what happened to Ariana? <laughs> let's 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 give him to a different wizarding family. Listen, let's give him no, to an listen. Actual adult. Okay, I really want us to pay attention to this love magic bullshit because I read the whole this whole series in the last couple months, and yeah. well, you know, I read the rest of the whole series, and like I am. At no point for one second in the entire book series does the love magic make one lick of fucking sense to me. You want J.K. Rowling to explain her magic system? What do you want, a competent writer? It's not even close. Like, pick up a wand and say a, a word and, like, some a spell comes out of it. Yes, but, like, the love magic? Okay, it's just, like... It's like a, it's like a, it's just so bad. Okay, so it's, it's Dumbledore. love and blood magic. It's a combination yeah, of blood. the two. That's the weird love thing. Love blood. <laughs> Wink <laughs> vampire romance novel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, he, okay. I, okay. So the love, ma basically what happened is Lily died to save Harry. I just want to, I want to make Sacrificial love magic. Okay. Sacrificial. But did she have to perform a spell or is it something that I, just I happened? think it's just like intentionally dying for Harry causes yeah, that. So, so Which has never happened in the history of forever. Exactly. Clearly any so, other person. So the, 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 the next logical question is if you are, okay, it's only bloodline, it's only familial, 
that this magic activates when you're willing to die for someone in your family. Mm, okay. Why were Lily and Harry not protected when James died for them? Seriously? Dude, I don't fucking know. Dude, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, I guess but, Lily wouldn't have been protected. I mean, but why was listen, Harry not doubly protected by both of his parents? James, my homie James Potter was really about to like go up against the most evil dark wizard of all time with just these hands. I don't understand how that's not good enough magic. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, I just I really feel like if love if this kind of love magic is a thing, it is not like a unique or special thing that Harry has. Like it's a it's an people die for other people. That happens, you know, like that's yeah. not like a crazy once in a million years thing like other people would have this kind of magic the only thing that i could think of is that there was some sort of spell from lily happening hmm. i mean she was supposed to be good at charms i mean she was a very bright witch a grippity <laughs> pippity i mean yeah my i don't is know just man going to like the christian allegory of it all where it's like no of course it has to be Oh, yeah, the mother's sacrifice. Did wait, did Mary die for Jesus? What happened? No, I don't, I don't that like, didn't happen. She like, gave I'm up like, her virgin, virgin status for but Jesus. But, like, you know, like the, the holy mother of it all, like, and like the, the holy mother, like, the man doesn't matter who cares about him. It's all about like the mom and the and the son relationship, mother and child, yeah, Mary and saying. Jesus, listen, and all that. bullshit. Listen, I also have a Once Upon a Time podcast, and when somebody pointed out <laughs> to me the parallels of the mother of the savior character being named Mary, I like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your podcast is what made me know that fact, and I hate it. Um, but also, yeah. why is David the shepherd then? Why is why is David just, like, King David from the Bible instead? Mm. You Joseph? know, uh... <laughs> I don't know enough Bible stuff. <laughs> anyway, listen to Entering Story, Brooke. Okay. Harry, now, in order to keep that love magic protection spell alive, he has to go back to live in Petunia's home. At, in, and, like, it has to be, like, once a year for, like, at approximately, like, two weeks or four weeks is, like, the minimum. Because that's how long he always, like, has to stay there. I don't even, I don't understand how this works. Is there, like, a visa? <laughs> is, does, like, Dumbledore have his location? Like, what... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. It's the amount of time or whatever that he has to spend there that makes it be like, what? It feels or, very random. I think the problem is that he never actually considers it a home, though. Like, yeah, you, you yeah. need to make the house like, a at home all. at all for ever. it to make sense. Like, this is not the stove I know. I went to. <laughs> what the fuck is that reference? That's a SpongeBob reference. This grill is not a home. This is not the stove I know. Oh shit. I want to invoke um sorry, my my favorite Greek goddess, Hestia, where like she would she would not. She would think that this is Hestia total Hestia would not appear exactly. She, she think this is bullshit. She can't get through the fireplace. <laughs> they so have it boarded up. She can't get through That's how you know this house is not a home. The fireplace is boarded <laughs> up. It's a fake fucking fireplace. Is there is no hearth in this okay, home. Okay, just saying that my my personal fireplace at my home is boarded up for safety reasons. That's different. 
That's, That's different. different. Okay. Your house we is build a- fires in the backyard, so Hestia is still welcome. I've been to your home. Your home is very much a home. It's It's got oh, its own warmth you. and heart oh, what a to compliment. it. But, like, that's what I'm saying here. Like, the protection magic ain't be ain't being blessed by Hestia, goddess the of home and heart. <laughs> and I, I think Harry that. also refers to Hogwarts as his home his more than home. once. Yeah. Wasn't that also a thing in, like, Chamber of Secrets or Prisoner of Azkaban where he's like, why can't I just stay at Hogwarts full time? And they're like, because you can't. Fuck you. Because fuck you. Yeah. I would like it better if it was something, like, really specific. Like, once a year, Harry has to high five Aunt Petunia in order to keep the (laughs) spell going. (laughs) Once a year, Harry has to go have a very uncomfortable family dinner with the Dursleys. There you go. There you go. Where they... No one talks other than like Vernon spouting a bunch of like racism and sexism. So it's like Wizard Thanksgiving. It, <laughs> Wizard Thanksgiving. Just give Harry a Wizard Thanksgiving once a year, and that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> so it turns out that Dumbledore's the one who sent the howler. Remember my last Petunia. Uh-huh. It still doesn't make sense to me. Remember my last what? Like, like last that still what? makes no, no fucking it's sense. Not, Dumbledore. It's, the, it's a nonsense message. Dumbledore, your last what? Your last your message? Last... Your last warning? Like, when the fuck have you spoken to Petunia? Your last dance. <laughs> <laughs> right when I said that, I tried putting a cookie in my mouth and it fell out. <laughs> and so... Petunia knows all of this and like I guess it's supposed to be like incredible of her that she tried to keep Harry alive in this small way. Did she? Technically, yes. Homie, they were starving him in a bunch of the books, actually. When she, I think she, the, word, it was the word I said the word I said was alive. And he literally is. You can't Neither can it. live while the other survives. <laughs> I always love the interpretation of of the prophecy where it's like, oh, only Harry and Voldemort can only die to each other. Like, I do like that interpretation. No, but it's also that, like, they can't, like, fully, like, live, like, live their lives. They can only just survive. They They can't live to the fullest until one of them is dead. Yeah. Let's take a walk back in memory lane. This is a flashback (laughs) episode. Remember? Remember book one, Sorcerer Stone. (laughs) Yeah, times were simpler back then. Remember that time in your podcast when there were like (laughs) how many people in a room? So long ago. Surrounded by one microphone. Like, Dumbledore's like, can't you see the flaw in my plan? And we're like, no, we're not (laughs) following. (laughs) This is the most frustrating conversation of. Yeah. Oh yeah, isn't this the part where he's like walking through? He's like, yeah, after the after the trauma you survived the first year, I couldn't tell you. The second year, and I couldn't tell you. Third year, and I couldn't tell you. Fourth year with Cedric Diggory dead, you being like Voldemort's back. I'm like, eh, I still can't tell him. Yeah, yep, like, that's what he says. You were too he's, young. he's like, you were too young. Uh, old habits. Uh, someone died. Well, you know, he was like, uh, Dumbledore's like, honestly, Goblet of Fire was kind of a lot, right? And the readers are like, you know what? You're right. No, you're right. That was kind of a lot. But the most frustrating part is the whole time he's like, you still don't get it? Yeah, you still don't get it. He says, can't you see? I cared about you too much to tell you anything ever. Gaslighting? So stupid. Gaslighting? Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. (laughs) Basically, I recommend like, the way that you just summarized this section, Robert, like 
that's how it should have been written. There's no need for this conversation to, to take like three solid pages. Yeah. Like, just like, I didn't want to tell you sooner, but now I'm telling you. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't have, we don't need, we don't no, need the flashback we, we episode. We need to get this book to like 900 pages. She didn't get it to 900 pages, but like, it's close to damn uh, now. Order of the Phoenix. I, I don't, I remember I said. I remember I said that the last time I was here where it's, I think it was the most difficulty I had getting through one of the Harry Potter books. Of course. Same. 870. Just like objectively, technically, physically, it's the most trouble you had the, getting the through The first it. <laughs> three were like young adult size, like 400 pages or whatever. Goblet of Fire pushed it up to like 500, 600, whatever. And then Order of the Phoenix is like, hey, fuck you. Here's almost a thousand pages. I'm like, why? So in publishing, we talk about books in terms of word count. And so like, in, because pages are like formatted differently, I know that like in the in the the same book series, it's not. But like, I just want to get some perspective. Hmm. The Sorcerer's Stone word count was six uh, seventy seven thousand words, and um, I would, I remember googling this in the last episode. Order of the Phoenix word count is two hundred and sixty thousand words. Oh my god, that's too. Well, long. Those are rounded numbers, but too long. It is too long. Don't yep, like it. you're right about that. So you've proven you can tell a story in 77,000 words, but you're taking 257,045 words instead. Mm, don't like it. I just... Just so self-indulgent. Yeah, Wildling, like, literally would never look at a book that long in a million years. No, just don't have the time, really. We don't have the time. We max it out at, like, 125,000 if it's so good and like yeah. really deserves it mm -hmm. so Voldemort tried to kill Harry's baby because there's a prophecy about them Voldemort doesn't know the full contents of the prophecy but he tried to kill Harry anyway and hoped that it would do the trick but it did not mm -mm. that's why Voldemort wants the whole prophecy so he can like figure this shit out yeah. And we learned that the orb that got smashed was only a copy of the actual prophecy. Mm -hmm. uh, the real one lives on in Dumbledore's memory. So it's not a lost prophecy. It's a lost governmental copy of a prophecy. <laughs> it's like a record. So, yeah. oh my God, we threw out the prophecy. So we don't have the, the birth certificate for the prophecy, but the prophecy still exists. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the the USB backup for the prophecy. <laughs> Uh, so he takes out his little memory in his little memory basin and he puts his little memory in his little memory basin. He could have just told him. I know. <laughs> but instead we the had drama. to be, the, it, literally, the drama, the drama. We have to have Trelawney in the room tell us the prophecy in her little shawl and her big bug-eyed glasses. Like I think she's yeah. spinning too. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like it's spinning so much in a funnier, circle. Actually, like her just like <laughs> spinning on top of the pensive, like and telling the props. Yeah. So, um, does anyone have the book in front of them? I do. To what? Read the prophecy. Do yeah. You want to do a dramatic reading? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> the one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approach approaches, born to those who have thrice defied him, born as the seventh month dies. And the Dark Lord will mark him as his equal, but he will have power. The Dark Lord... Holy shit, I can't read. The Dark Lord knows not. And either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord will be born as the seventh month dies. So I'm like reading like... Because I couldn't find it. I just like looked it up on the Wikipedia. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So the prophecy could have been Harry or Neville. Oh, yeah. This is where we find that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all have read the, like, there's a real, there's a bunch of really good fanfic of, like, what if Neville was the chosen one instead? Yeah. 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 Did, have I, have I told y'all that, like, when I went to LeakyCon, the one time I went to LeakyCon, um, there was, like, a live performance of this, this, um, like, musical, like, but it wasn't, it wasn't a full-on musical yet. It was just, like, a... Were you but, watching Harry and the Potters? No, um... It was, it was, they were just performing, like, the songs and shit in, in front of microphones. Mm. And it was, like, what Neville and the rest of the gang were doing while mm. Harry and them were um, off, like, fighting the Horcruxes. Yeah. Mm. It was, it was, like, named after, like, Neville being, like, the other chosen one or something. I've totally forgotten uh. all of this information. But, like, it was very good. And it was going to uh-huh. explore more of, like, Neville and Luna's relationship. And also, like, Ginny... And it was, it was very cool. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The prophecy could have been Harry or Neville, but, but the prophecy says Voldemort will mark the one. And then he goes, he chooses Harry as the bigger threat. Therefore making the prophecy about him. I want to imagine that JK Rowling intended for some like, to, 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 like, keep it vague and never reveal how Voldemort chose to be like, oh, Voldemort, like, looked deep within him. I want to imagine he flipped the coin. <laughs> yeah. Just like, uh, Eeny, meeny, miny, no, maybe he was going to go to both houses. He just went to Harry's first. He just went to Harry's first. <laughs> what if? Okay. I thought he did go to Harry's because he's a half-blood. Well, that's what Dumbledore says anyway. Yeah, oh, why do you believe he what does Dumbledore say that? says? Okay. Well, I don't know. I made a mistake. <laughs> Other AU where... Harry, like, or Voldemort goes to, like, Neville's house first, kills his parents, marks him, and then goes to Harry's to kill his parents and marks him. Two chosen ones. Let's go. <laughs> the chosen ones. I love that. The chosen They two. need each other. Oh. They're chosen two, and they're gay now. Um, and they're oh, gay! Why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> okay, like so. I've never thought about. Dumbledore is like, oh, your heart saved you like some bullshit that I'm not following at all. Yeah. And then basically neither can live while the other survives. And Harry's like, so I need, we're going to, one of us is going to kill the other one. And Dumbledore is like, yeah, by the way, I you didn't pick you to be a prefect because oh my God. you already deal with a lot of bullshit. And I, the reader's oh like, what? Goodness. That ending. Are you talking about prefects right now? <laughs> Why? And, and then he's crying. And then yeah. he's crying. Holy oh is God. just crying. Like, this is what emotionally broke Dumbledore. I think he's like, I couldn't make you prefect because you already have <laughs> so too much going stupid. on. That's so unimportant right now. Why are we even here, bro? Yeah. I couldn't make you prefect. I'm sorry. And, and Harry's just like, just lost my godfather. I found out I'm prophesized to either kill this dude or he kills me. Like, I don't give a shit about the prefect. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Like, I almost feel like... I almost... Okay, I think every single step of this chapter is a manipulation tactic, and this line is no different. Like, yeah. I feel like Dumbledore's like, I'm gonna throw, like, one more sorry on the pile to make you, like, oh, man, I know that probably really bothered you ten months ago. And, like, I felt bad about that this whole time that I was thinking about how you're gonna, probably going to die someday. <laughs> god. Oh, my God. What's the vibe on Dumbledore right now, Grace? Bad. Mad. <laughs> mad. <laughs> I'm mad at him. And a little bit sad. Yeah, just like, damn, dude. 
you like at so many turns could have made such better decisions. Yeah. And then here we are. The more you will go through this podcast, the more I don't want to reread these books. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, the funny part. Same. The funny part is like I think when Harry quote unquote dies and meets Dumbledore in like heaven platform nine and three quarters or whatever. Dumbledore is like, yeah, I fucked up a bunch. And Harry is like, yeah, it's okay. I forgive you. You, you did your best. No. I'm like, no, he didn't do his no, fucking best. No, he didn't do his best. Okay. Don't forgive him. At the, be- at the beginning of the next book, Harry is not really grieving Sirius that hard. And he's not really that mad at Dumbledore. Like, it's just like, well, what's the next thing? Oh, my God. He grieved Cedric think- more than he grieved Sirius. Yeah. A boy that he barely knew, but was probably in love with. Grieve Cedric, give him a whole ass speech at the end of the uh, of the year. It's a good thing. Hey, y'all, he he would definitely if he if he did survive that night during the Triwizard Tournament, he would totally never deflect to the Death Eaters and kill Neville Longbottom. <laughs> I uh. hate that you're you're you're, you're mentioning this. <laughs> yeah, when Dumbledore is like the dark timeline. <laughs> Cedric died, a true friend and hero, and like blah blah blah. I'm like. Homie, no. It no. turns out he was one bad day away from becoming a wizard Nazi. Wait, one bad day? <laughs> Apparently. And the bad day in question is like, losing the Triwizard Tournament. I'm just thinking of Batman now. It only takes uh, one bad day. Right, Robert? Right? Yeah, for for Batman day. to become like the Joker? Huh? If you're having a bad day, DM me and I'll send you one meme. <laughs> one one singular meme. That's all you get. That's all you Was get. It, wasn't that the point of that comic, though, is that like it didn't actually take one bad day for Batman to become like the Joker? Like, uh, like that he no, couldn't? No. So the point of the killing joke is that jo- the Joker is technically correct. It did take one bad day for each of them to turn into Batman and Joker. But what they did with that one bad day and how they like developed themselves as humans is the difference. Joker is like, I'm just going to cause trouble because I can. And Batman's like, well, I'm going to try and prevent another eight-year-old from ever losing their parents again. Even though so many fucking children get orphaned in the Batman comics. It's fucking amazing. Oh, my God. Yikes. And they all become orphans. They become Harry Potter. (laughs) And they all become (laughs) the the two genders, Robin or Harry Potter. (laughs) Listen, listen. That, That ain't bad. Listen, Harry as a Robin... And then who would be the Batman? Is is Sirius Black the Batman in this situation? No. Um, Who's the Batman? Neville. Obviously, it's Rob Pattinson. What do you think? <laughs> oh, Cedric. Cedric <laughs> degree. Rob. <laughs> I I still have not watched the Batman with with uh, with Robbie. Yeah. With Robbie with Robbie Boy. But like, I, I enjoyed I it okay. quite a bit. I hear it's, it's, okay. a, it's a detective movie. That's what it is. Are you yeah. fuck? Wait, you're fucking. With, it's a detective movie, like an actual detective. movie. I mean, like it's a no. it's a superhero movie, but it's a okay, detective like, uh, movie. Like, it's a detective in like a Sherlock Holmes way, or is it detective in like a Knives Out? It's way? as in they're knives trying. Out. Yeah, it's as in they're I'm trying sold. to I'm make gonna watch it this weekend. like actual comic book Batman, who is based on Sherlock Holmes, like a detective. So anyway, Sorry. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> is um, a garbage fucking book that's too goddamn long. This is why we're talking so, about Batman instead. <laughs> Robert, yeah. what's the vibe on Dumbledore right now? Uh, Very trying to make himself the victim to the kid who he just told, hey, you're going to either kill Wizard Hitler or he's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I I feel like there I'm thinking of my therapist explaining to me the trauma triangle of like abuser, victim, rescuer, right? Like yeah. like in a lot of like in a lot of abusive situations it's like there's that triangle and I'm like, hmm, so Dumbledore's the victim, Voldemort's the abuser and then Harry's the rescuer. Hmm. But Harry can't rescue himself. Yeah, he definitely can. That's the whole point of why Dumbledore's keeping him alive to die, to die. So anyway, I'm mad at Dumbledore. Charlie, what's the vibe on Dumbledore? Uh, I, 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 this is why I don't want to reread these books because I'm like, the more, the more I think about it, the more I'm mad. So yeah. like, I want, I, I want this book series. But if Minerva McGonagall was the headmaster, like, what are we doing? I, exactly. in that I think world? the thing is, one, it wouldn't have been written by you know who, um, that woman, that bitch. Right. Um, Madame Buttface. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> her name now, Madame Buttface. Yeah, totally. Um, and it, Harry would have like you know lived a normal life. Um, with McGonagall as his mother. Um, honestly, that's who should have been raising him is Minerva McGonagall. He would have learned yeah. that um, women are powerful. Um, women are yeah. powerful. He would have appreciated his relationships with women a little bit more. That would have been nice. Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, the way that Dumbledore sets up this whole conversation, he's like, I'm about to blame myself. And it's like, at no point is he blaming himself. He is even blaming like Trelawney for picking the hog's head. Oh my God. For you're their totally interview. right. And I'm like, Tell he's me, because like, it was sh- it cheap and she was poor. Yeah, he's like blaming her, and he's, <laughs> it's no. like, tell me, have you ever gone to a job interview and been like, no, no, I'll pick the place. No, <laughs> no, exactly. Oh like, my god, that's so that's so, so stupid, funny. dude. Yeah, he really doesn't blame himself. He does like a- another manipulation tactic where he's like. I'm sorry I love you so much. Like, I'm sorry I did all these things for you. And it's like, that's not healthy communication. That's not how we talk to each other. Why no. is this? This literally sounds like an abusive parent. Um, it like, is. It pretty like, much is. It's abusive grandpa. Uh, well, uh, I'm sorry you're prophesized to maybe die, but did you ever think about how I feel about it? Yeah. yeah. It's like weeping I'm not going to get into my own hands. trauma, but this this feels too close to home. Um, yeah. 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 In the illustrated edition of this book that I have, there is a really beautiful illustration of like a, a very heavily grieving Harry and Dumbledore sitting on like opposite sides of a desk. Like it's it's actually like I think like a very evocative illustration mm-hmm. by Jim Kay, who is an illustrator that I've liked in other things. Anyway, um, I'll post that on Instagram anyway. Yay. Good. Like the illustration is better is like more tragically beautiful than this chapter is for sure yeah <laughs> well i i remember sending you a message christina like yeah this is one of my favorite moments in this book and it's it's not the rest of this chapter it's just harry trashing dumbledore shit i want to i yeah. want to say yeah. that 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 it feels that good. is very important to me is the fact that harry gets to let out all of those emotions that he's been having in this book and just gets to it would- trash it all while dumbledore is just like okay i deserve this <laughs> yeah, it, it's I, I, unless I get that feeling and more. I'm like, yeah. When Harry leaves, Dumbledore's gonna flick his wrong wand real quick, and everything's gonna go back to where it was. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's the only problem. He probably should have decked Dumbledore in the face. To be honest, <laughs> punch, 
like father, like son, go up against a powerful wizard with just these hands. Because we know Dumbledore <laughs> so cannot stupid. heal that as easily. He would have had to go to Madame Pomfrey for that. We also know, I guess, that if he did, I don't think, I think if Harry did like try to just punch Dumbledore, Dumbledore can't really hurt him. Physically, I I mean, I think Dumbledore can like grab his wrist. That's like the move he would do is be like, which you're not going to hit me, bitch. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't think Dumbledore could win in a fist fight. I think he would l- let himself get hit a couple times and be like, I know how to take a punch. How do you think my nose got this way? Remember they always talk about how crooked Oh my God, is. breaks uh, his yeah. nose again. <laughs> <laughs> Harry throws a right hook straight in Dumbledore's nose. He's like, oh my God. Harry, thank you. I can smell. No, 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 no magic for 60 years has been able to heal my nose with that right hook. He's like, you fixed my deviated septum. And then Harry punches him again just to He's put like, it no. back in the other place. Yeah. Dude, I love that we've come to an elaborate headcanon of Harry just beating the shit out of Dumbledore because that does, that would feel he good got, he right now. It. He really does. We all need it. That's the end of the chapter. Robert, do you have any like final notes or like favorite moments or things you just want to be like, hey, look at this? I definitely this chapter could have maybe been two chapters. You could have had like the grieving moment and then you could have had Dumbledore explaining or it to Harry. Been shorter. It, it could have, have happened been a lot shorter. shorter. It could have happened a lot there, shorter. There are already 900 plus pages in this book. You could cut that down. You could just like more. not tell him for another year. And then oh, like, yeah, why don't we just not tell him for another year? Yeah. Just. Just have going. Dumbledore out loud be like, I don't think I think I should tell you. Nah, you know what? I, 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 I still don't want to. <laughs> and then he waits till next year. And guess what? Uh, he can't next year. Nah, he, he waits like literally as he's about to get a vodka cadaver. He's like, Harry, you have prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. You can't. The <laughs> listeners can't see you, Robert, doing a dramatic. Uh, I just got shot. Move. Yeah. Yeah, and then Snape's like, shit, maybe I should have waited. <laughs> I thought you already told him. <laughs> Charlie, do you have any final thoughts or words or feelings? I mean, I feel like I explained my final thoughts that Harry should have uh, just decked Dumbledore a couple times. Like, yeah, that's a good final that's, that's thought. What I, that's what I need in my soul right now. Just, like, break those what? Uh, crescent moon-shaped glasses. <laughs> Charlie, you're what? You're, you're a ginger. You're what? I'm, I'm just going to leave now because Robert <laughs> is making fun of me again. I'm, I mean, that's literally our dynamic, buddy. Yeah. Robert likes to bully me. Yeah. That's what you'll get on our podcast. On it's our, good for you. On our podcast, <laughs> The Bits. If you, Charlie needs to grow a backbone. But by the end of The Bits, Charlie will be mean to me. That That's yeah. my goal. I'm mean to you a lot. But you just no like you're, like earnestly. Yeah. You're honestly pretty nice to me most of the time, even when I'm like being jokingly mean. Well, to guess you. what? Fuck you, Robert. <laughs> you mean good, that with affection, though? Like you, I. There's no mean bone in your body towards me. <laughs> you're like a little puppy dog. Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> How dare you, Charlie? We love you. You're doing great. Grace, do you have any final words about the chapter? Any last thoughts? Oh my god, I just think that like. On the reread, it's even more disappointing. Like, you, you're you expecting to get all of the answers, and then the payoff is just love, blood, magic, and that sucks. <laughs> isn't, that the, isn't that that Netflix show? Oh, that's well, Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, I feel like that should be the tagline for Order of the Phoenix specifically. Disappointing on the reread. Yeah. 
<laughs> I thought you were gonna say love, blood, and magic. I, I, no. no, I think that like if we were doing the the naming your own eps like Cabbages does, this that this oh, would yeah. be called love, blood, and magic. <laughs> Dude, I wish that I did my episode titles that way because it's so much more fun, and I am doing my episode titles that way for my next podcast. Oof. What? what? Hey, Charlie, are we doing names of the episodes we're doing, or are we doing creative titles? These episodes are so short. Come on, man. Let's just let's just go with the episode titles. They're fine. It helps for order. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> of the Phoenix. Hey, what's what is the order uh-huh. of the Phoenix? Did the the Phoenix order the bits? Nah, it's it's how you spell the word Phoenix because I don't. P H O Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. I did. It it, that's sort of the same way I know how to spell Wednesday. I say Wednesday. 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 Oh, I also do that with main ten ants. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. This word isn't hard, but I used to spell together to get her. Oh yeah, to get her. Yeah, totally. So, are we ready to move to plugs? Yes, please. Listen to the bits trailer, everyone. Um, bits, Robert, bits, I hope Robert, Charlie, any last words about your upcoming pod that releases in two short days? Damn. If every <laughs> podcast were perfect, we wouldn't have the bits. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. That's spoilers, cute. but that might be our our end tag at the at the end of episodes. I what is like the bits? We say that in the don't, don't we say that in we the trailer? I thought we did. Maybe I don't remember anymore. I haven't edited it yet. What is <laughs> what is the bits in like the world of Steven Universe? What's the bits? Um, oh, it's just like the fry bits, like a thing you get at the bottom he, of a he of orders a bag. the fried bits because they're which are the best part of the fries. It's like French fry bits. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, that's it. Yummy, exactly. Yummy, yummy. They're great. I also. I mean the bit the crunchy bits are the best part. I don't eat corn dogs often, but when I do, my favorite part is like the crunchy like uh, fried dough part on the middle mm-hmm. of the stick. Mm. It is good. Fried dough is and it's all you need. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. Uh, the bits is going to be great because like what what literally Steven Universe? It's it's in little bits, eleven minute bits, and then we're yeah. going to do all of the cute little comical bits on the show. Oh. Triple entendre. Exactly. We did it. I love it. I love it so much. Here we are in the bits. Robert, where else can people find you on the internet? Oh, dear God. I do too many things. Somebody yelled at me to stop. So I have three other podcasts that I do. Robert, I've already yelled at you to stop today once. Do I have to do it more than once a day? Yes. I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to put one or more of those podcasts on the back burner for a project I want to do next year. Um, so that I'm not overworking myself. But for now, if you want to listen to me talk about Once Upon a Time, I have a uh, Once Upon a Time podcast, the ABC television show. Uh, Entering Storybrooke took me a second, <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you want to listen to me talk about the Disney Channel cartoon, Kim Possible, I have a podcast called That's a Sitch. If you want to listen to me talk about the Oseman verse and Heartstopper and all that stuff, I have a podcast called the Truem Grammar Book Club. And if you want to see me make memes about Percy Jackson podcasts specifically, you can follow the damn meme page, damn spelled D-A-M, on Instagram. Wow, that might have been the longest guest, like, credit <laughs> ever. 
So accomplished. And next year, I'm going to. I'm going to. Like Daenerys Targaryen. Yes. <laughs> like, we need to get Robert to stop doing things. It's absolutely listen, listen, a problem. Listen, I have a big project I want to do next year. And I'm like, I, I recognize that I do need to cut back on something if it's I want to do step. this project. Anyway, listen to their new podcast. <laughs> listen to our, our my fourth podcast with this son of a gun. Hey, son of a gun. Uh, promote yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, Wait, real f- fast, Robert, tell me something you've been playing or reading or listening to lately you think uh, our listeners would enjoy. I've been chipping through because I've, I think I've gotten to the age where I can't just spend a whole day playing video games. I, get, I have to schedule like an hour out of a week to be like, I have an hour for video games. But I've been chipping mm-hmm. through uh, God of War, the 2018 version. Hmm, Fun. Very fun. I like seeing all the myths and, and all like the, the the 2018 God of War specifically about Norse mythology. So I'm like, hey, look, Thor. Hey, look, uh, Jotunheim. Hey, look, cool. all that stuff. That's a good vibe. Hell yeah. Good shit. Awesome. Yeah, Charlie, where else can people find you on the internet? Well, I mean, uh, people can find me on one of the podcasts, the many podcasts that uh, Robert makes memes for of the Eldest Gods. Hey, there's my transition. Sweet transition. Because well, red I mean, you're, and stuff. Well done. I mean, you've been transitioning for a, a while, presumably, I, my you're friend. You're correct. I, in fact, have. <laughs> um, <laughs> you did trans your gender. I did. I did trans my gender. Yes, yes. Of the Eldest Gods, we read Rick Riordan books. Currently on Battle of the Labyrinth, we are stuck in the labyrinth. Please help us out. Stuck How the fuck do we get out of this labyrinth? Um, uh, just put your just put your hand on the left wall, and you eventually get out. We figured out that doesn't work, Robert. You made a meme about it. Really? That doesn't work? No, it doesn't. It's an it's an enchanted it maze. To be fair, to be fair, like three other podcasts have read Battle of the Labyrinth, and I've made that exact same meme like three other times. I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. Wonderful. Work smart, not hard. You could also find me specifically um at GreenPixie twelve, most places on the internet, no longer on Twitter, right? Because this is after May first, so we're not doing Twitter twatter, anymore. Twitter yeah, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Twitter. Um, um, oh, I also have an art Instagram called Green Pixie Draws. And Ooh. the bits! The bits! To the elaborate bits, on our fuck Twitter statement, I will say that there's a link in the show notes to why we've recently left Twitter, which I don't think I announced on the show yet, but... Cool, cool, cool. Um, well, y'all can follow the bits at um, the bits SU pod on... Instagram and Tumblr for the moment. <laughs> because the Ooh, bits we're Stevie bring Tumblr pod. back. A. Yeah. Yeah, let's bring Tumblr back. I'm let's here for that. I want to try back. to. I mean, I'm 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 making Tumblrs now because uh Twitter is dead to us. John Green made a new Tumblr. Bully him off Tumblr. Don't do it. No. no don't do it. <laughs> they got rid of the edit feature bit because of John Green. <laughs> oh my god. Be nice to this man. Oh, are you guys are you guys are you guys aware of this story? <laughs> Let's let's uh, not let's not do this right now. I'll tell you Robert, after. We're after trying to get recording. out of this right, place. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, what uh, what media are you plugging this week? Okay, well, um, I have gone down my Australian rabbit hole of rewatches because I started with Bluey, but now I'm on to rewatching Blue Water High, which is mm-hmm. a, it's an Australian teen drama, but it's about surfers. We we have we have yeah. we have Cute. so only so many genders in Australia. We have mermaids, we have surfers, and we have dogs. 
That's what I'm finding out so far. That by sounds the right. Australian shows I've watched. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's cute. Grace, where else can people find you on the internet? Oh my gosh. Follow Wildling Press, Christina and my company, on Facebook and Instagram at Wildling Press. And TikTok. Also, and TikTok. <laughs> How could I ever forget about TikTok? Because well, um, I never post there, but you know, maybe I will. <laughs> Who knows? You Well, they won't see it coming, but it'll be exciting <laughs> when you do. <laughs> um, and then also listen to How Do I Book? Uh, Wild Links podcast. It's very fun and cool. And we've had a couple really excellent interviews lately. So check yeah. those out. And of course, today I will be plugging yet another baked good. Yes. That I have made recently. Um, this one comes from, let me check the Instagrams, Introvert Sweets. And it is their lemon sugar That's cookie cute. recipe. And they make them with um, like lemon Oreos mixed in, and it's very yummy. So Ooh, lemon, that sounds Oreos. awesome. Yeah, check it out. It hmm. it it. I don't know. I thought they were extremely yummy, and Introvert Sweets just generally has a lot of great recipes. So I guess I'm <laughs> plugging their Instagram page. <laughs> Hell yeah! Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me. And this week, I'm plugging what uh. What I've been reading recently is called Three Dark Crowns by Kendari Blake. It's a story about three triplets who are all like uh, heir to be the next queen. And so Ooh. two of them have to have to wait. One of them has to kill the other two to, to be queen. Makes sense. And like one one of them is like uh, an elemental magic has elemental magic. The other one has is a naturalist. And then the third one is a poisoner. So oh they're my all gosh. they're all like trained to murder each other. It's very so cool. like neither How can live while the other survives. Neither <laughs> can live while the other survives. Yeah, totally. And I'm I'm about halfway through and I'm having a good time. That cool. sounds very cool. Little bits, thank you so much for joining Little us. Bits. I'm so excited for your podcast to launch. I'm so excited too because guess what? You know who made our music? The wonderful Jason. Oh, yeah. Can I just oh, yeah. real quick? It's plug so Jason. good. The best. He walked up to me at a party and was like, "Can I show you the music I made for the bits?" And I was like. Yes. That just... I almost <laughs> cried. He just just walks up at a party. Yo, you want to listen to this? want to listen to the bits, and I was like, I'm here Yo, for it. <laughs> dig on this. It's so good! Yeah, I'm really excited for you guys. Hey, Jason, if you're listening, Me too. we love you. He's not listening. Well, Jason too bad. Great. That's just a guess. <laughs> Jason, this is a test. <laughs> Jason, if you hear this, put into the Deus Ex Media Service somewhere, bubbles. No context, just bubbles. <laughs> That's and fun. interpret that however you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Grace? Yeah. Love ya. Love ya. I hope the sound effect of me blowing you a kiss comes across on my little microphone. <laughs> it did. And it came across all the way to my heart. Oh, good. <laughs> mm, and that's the end of the episode. Dun, 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 dun. That's it, potheads. Thanks for listening to the restricted section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod, on Instagram at RestrictedSectionPod, on Facebook at RestrictedSectionPod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. 
We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. We are... Not the Crystal Gems. We are the Bits. The Bits, the Bits, the Bits. A Steven Universe Review Podcast. Celebrating the 10th anniversary of a show that's very near and dear to our hearts. So get ready to cry with us. And try our best not to sing. As we rewatch one of the gayest shows of the 2010s. New episodes coming out to you every Friday. Featuring your favorite host, Charlie. And Robert. Something unholy. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's bewitching. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes random random music just gets into my brain and I'm like, I have to sing it out loud. Dave X Media.